we open to see darkness and the howling of the wind. We see off in the distance, there's a faint light peeking out in the darkness. Cresting a snowy hill, we see a small flame trying to stay alive in the middle of a blizzard. We move closer and we see figures huddled around a torch next to a horse-drawn wagon. Behind this wagon, we see a line of other carts that go on for maybe a quarter of a mile, all with bundled-up coaches and shivering horses. The wagons seem full of supplies, and we see people uh, peeking out through the canvas that are all covered trying to stay warm. But as we uh, as we near the the group huddle around the torch, we hear that an argument has broken out amidst the huddled group of settlers. I don't give a damn, Reynolds. We are on our own in this godforsaken land. We have to turn back. If we turn back now, we're as good as dead. We're as good as dead now, screams the man. A gust of wind blows past and almost snuffs out the torch. The settlers huddle close, barely saving their only light source. Uh, we're down to our last torch. We're, we're fucked, man. We're all gonna die. Everyone around him starts to freak out. People start crying. Uh, the, 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 the torch is barely staying lit. Reynold looks around frantically, thinking of something he can do to calm down the settlers. But in the distance, he spots there's another light out there. What's that? Everyone turns and watches as the light gets brighter and brighter until we see a handsome man revealed, walking with a glowing walking stick. He approaches them, and the snow around like his feet begins to melt as if he was emanating heat. The group of settlers all fall to their knees, holding up their hands in fear. Reynolds speaks out. Who? Who are you? A god? The man chuckles and smiles. No, no. Just a friendly traveler. You may call me Lamond Breachton. And we fade to white. I knew it. It's the man oh, himself. It's the man himself. Congratulations to our most recent giveaway winners. We gave away two sets of dice on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Huge, huge, huge congratulations to those winners. This Friday, May 8th, at 6 o'clock Central Time, we are having our very first standalone one-shot homebrew, uh, actually charity event, uh, on Twitch. So those who have not followed us yet on Twitch, we're basically a good podcast on Twitch. Go ahead and follow us. Join Chance, Ronnie, Silas, and Jackson as they take on the Tomb of Ranka, a homebrew charity one-shot designed by... Yours truly. I will also be the DM for the evening. Again, we're going to be beginning at 6 o'clock Central Time. 
it is incredibly important that you are there. Uh, we are going to be putting $100 into a, a donation pool just already uh, for direct relief, a charity that provides adequate PPE and protective gear for all medical workers across the globe. The four players competing uh, during this one shot will actually be, they'll all be working together as a team, but they individually will be loading up their bodies with loot that they find. Each piece of loot actually has a US dollar amount uh, out of this $100 pool. And in order to get all of it, they have to complete the temple entirely. Um, You can participate and donate to this charity event through a donation menu that we're going to have on Twitch. Certain dollar amounts will uh, provide potions for the party, screw over a certain party member, uh, trip a trap for somebody, spawn another monster, really a bunch of different ways that can affect the gameplay entirely. Uh, The largest donation that we received and the second largest will be receiving a special gift from us. Um, We definitely have a couple dice that we'll be giving out that evening, so definitely jump in and make sure to watch. Uh, And there might be something extra special that we give away as well. Um, Again, all for a very, very good cause. It's going to be a good... I don't know, three, four hour night. Uh, It's going to be super fun. We've been working on a lot of different pieces of this for a few weeks now. Please come on out. Enjoy. Uh, Just a super fun night. The video will be available afterwards. We'll have the VOD up on uh, Twitch and then we'll drop it on our YouTube, uh, obviously, when it's about to expire in a week or so. Um, So please, 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 if you can make it out on May 8th at 6 o'clock, come join us. Again, great night. Great cause. Uh, That is all the announcements we have at this point. Enjoy the show. We open to see the bustling center square of Breach Hill. Uh, we, We focus on the robed figure, the statue holding up um, um, a walking stick with uh, with a light on it, like a, it's like actually actually a torch is actually like holding like part of the statue, kind of like Statue of Liberty, but much much smaller. Um, but we see the statue, and we see kind of the passerby um, settlers kind of looking up at it. They might make some kind of like um, gesture at it as they walk by, maybe place like a stone next to it, and you see like a pile of different stones. But most of them go on their day. Um, but we look out over the city from over the shoulder of the statue, just watching the people go by on their days. Um, and one of those people is kind of jogging through the square. And we follow the uh, thin, studious young elf as he jogs up to one of the small buildings in Breach Hill. And we see him enter the Reliant Book Company as the bell rings as he enters and we see Vaz Lorraine kind of come around the corner uh, from behind from behind the, the, the desk or the bar and she says ah very good Aaron you, you've made it to work on time yet again I thought you might be late today but and she kind of like looks at her watch or whatever but Aaron is exactly on time what do you do I wipe the sweat off my brow and I say, I pray that I'm never as late as I am right now. (laughs) (laughs) She says, 
You've done very good. You've you've um, the past few days. You have done everything that uh, that I've needed. You've been a very good assistant. But today I have a very special task for you. Uh, Do you think you are up to it? Yeah, I guess. This sounds like you're gonna give me like an elementary assignment, but okay. <laughs> no, this is. Uh, it, it may seem elementary to most people, but. It is very important. She holds a uh, holds out um, a small, a small Sword? Um, parcel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, a small parcel. It's like wrapped in brown paper, um, tied with like some string. And she says, "This is a um, a package for um, a very important person." who will be stopping by the shop uh, later this afternoon. Um, I have some business uh, to attend to uh, down the street at the Pickled Ear. Uh, it appears Roxy is interested in uh, in a book that I will have to back order to get to her. But I will be stepping away for the day. Um, you're free to uh, uh, continue business as usual. But just make sure that the the person who comes um, to take this item uh, receives it. Is there like a password or anything, or like a key <laughs> phrase, uh, or are they gonna wink no at me? Password. Oh, okay. Uh, she says the man's name is Thomas Cattlesby. He's coming from from the capital. He shall be here shortly. Make sure he receives this package. Thank you. That will be all, Aaron. Okay. She kind of gathers her things and kind of heads out the door. And we kind of pan in as Aaron kind of looks at this small... I mean, it could it could possibly be a book. It's like a small, you know, a good-sized textbook or something. But this, this brown square package sitting on the, on the bar. And... We pan from there, and we pan down the street to another store, and we see it's very empty of people, not many people, but it is full of merchandise, of very elite uh, tapestries and paintings, and um, it's the haberdashery. It's it's a uh, the crimson wood furs, and we see uh, Urkel dressed very nice, dressed uh, uh, dressed for his job, and he he has like, on like a little pin or lapel of the crimson wood furs, um, and we see him with um, Winthrop Finney, and he says, "Urkel, I uh, I have a I have an important task for you today. Um, I." He kind of walks up to you and he, he has a, a box and he he says, these, these, uh, I, I just have not been able to sell these, these um, uh, apparel and and I'm afraid I'm going to lose my money if I, I just need them sold. I, I don't even need to turn much of a profit. I just need to to sell these. So if if you could find some way today, that's make it your task. I need at, at least one of these items sold. Um, it's been it's been rather slow. Um, and and you look and you see that there's um, 
and inside there's a very fine leather belt with like a silver belt buckle um you see a hat made of a very very nice material uh, with like a feather it's very fancy like top hat kind of thing and then finally there is a very nice like handcrafted and that's the thing winthrop makes all of his stuff you know unless he like imports it from Elodie. Sure, sure either way very expensive but it's it's you know brass buttons and like it's very very expensive jacket it was a jacket was the third item yes it's a, a belt a hat and a jacket these are the items that he's like, I, I just need to sell them so I can at least, like, you know, break even. Sure. So one of these three items needs to be sold today, sir? Uh, yes, yes, Urkel. Just at least one. I mean, if you could sell, sell them all, it would be impressive. But I I just need to turn a profit. The the books aren't looking too too good. But you, you've done an amazing job in your first week here. So thank you very much. Absolutely, sir. No, shouldn't shouldn't be a problem at all. Uh, what what has been the delay in the past? What is it just not fashionable for those around here? They've just been kind of sitting in the back. Uh, yes, it's. I mean, as you saw on your on your first day, it's it's very difficult for. I mean, I craft these things with passion. I this is what I've done my whole life, and I I do a good job. I I mean, you can see the stitching here, and, but these people they. They're not like the. They're from a different cut than the ones from the capital, and they just don't seem to be interested in, in fine craftsmanship. They seem to, they, they they seem to be focused on what makes you know the most cheapest sense. Absolutely, but people of practicality. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Well, sir, as I said before, and I showed you earlier, this shouldn't be a problem. Uh, if they are in the market for a belt, well. They, uh, at least that's the first step that we'll take care of, and we'll, uh, we'll get to the nitty-gritty a little bit later, but, uh, uh we'll, we'll figure it out, sir, absolutely. And as he goes away, he says, and, and, uh, as an incentive, um, if you do sell one of these items, um, I, I'll throw in a 20% commission. So, what hopefully are, that will... What are the prices of these items, sir? I haven't asked that just yet. Uh, the uh, the belt there, I I could go for five silver pieces. Okay. Um, it's it's not what it's worth, but I'll sell it for five. Uh, the hat, I can't sell it for less than a gold piece. Uh, that that took me a long time. And the jackets, I mean, these are brass buttons. Like these don't come cheap. And he he says five gold pieces for five the whole for the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, sir. And he, he kind of goes in the back and he's like, I, I'll be working on some new stock for right now. I've got a new uh, shipment of, of strings and, and, and fabrics, but you can run the storefront for me. Absolutely. No problem at all. And, and as time passes, the day goes by. We see a, like one still shot of Urkel kind of like moving around, like just to show the passage of time, you know? <laughs> Uh, he's here, then he's there, then he's there. Fades, fades around. Uh, but at, at one point, the, the bell rings, and you see there is a, a man enters the room, and he's got, like, a tall white stocks, uh, uh, stockings. He's got very fine shoes. I mean, he's dressed to the nines. Something you can tell you, this guy's not from, not from Breach Hill. 
But he walks in and he has like an air about himself and he's just kind of perusing the the like some of the, the taller shelves and just looking around. Great. I um I approach him. Uh <clears throat> leave a good amount of, of distance between us, but uh six feet. Up. six feet of distance between <laughs> us. Uh put out a firm or uh, an open hand and say, uh well good afternoon. Uh sir, how are you today? Hello, and he kind of looks you up and down and kind of um, and sticks out a gloved hand and, you know, very weakly shakes your hand. Okay. Urkel Schultz. Do you... Sorry, sir. Go ahead. Urkel Schultz. <laughs> do, you, do you by chance run this here store? Uh, no, sir. The, the As of right now, actually, yes, I do. Yes, sir. Really? Yes, of course. That's quite impressive from one of, uh, um, for someone of your kind. Um, please show me, show me around your shop. Uh, absolutely, sir. Well, um, I, I appreciate your your kind um, remarks. Um, yeah. Well, if you follow me over here to the back room, this is where we keep all of our blazers. Uh, full suits remain up on the the front half of the store. Uh, we we do have um, a couple of more expensive pieces that we're keeping behind the counter, um, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, not a lot of people have expressed interest in those. Um, and then uh, your shoe line will be right up here in the front of the store as well. Uh, give me a diplomacy check with your new with your new feet, your glad hand. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know if we talked about it. Oh no, we yeah, did. Yeah, we, we did. We talked about all. Yeah. So this is this is before you even talk to him. You're able to roll diplomacy, you know, just as as your just yeah your impression. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nice. So right off the bat, uh, you're showing him around, and he you get the vibe that he kind of respects you as like not perhaps an equal, but he definitely is like not. Not as rude as he was when he first came in. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I would like to ask him as we're kind of perusing around. You know, you definitely uh, don't look like most folks around here. You from out of town, sir? Yes, I I have come for a day trip from Elladia. Ah, Elladia. Um, well, where are you? Where up in Elladia are you from? What neighborhood? Oh, it's. It's uh, it's near the uh, banking district. I um, yes, I, I I live on the corner of Birch Street. Uh, it, it's a, a, a the largest house on the street. Actually, you can't miss it. Oh really? Yes, uh, I actually had a friend that lived down on Birch Street as well. I um, I worked for the government up in Elladia for twenty five years. Actually, I worked uh, as the financial chair um, before actually moving here to take care of my father. Is that, is that right? He kind of looks at you and, you know, you do look kind of familiar. Oh, really? I can't place, I can't place it, but I believe I've seen your face somewhere before. Perhaps at, uh, at, at the bank. I, I do a lot of dealings with the entity government. I'm, I'm a bit of a noble oh. in the, in that area. Really? Yes. No, I, I, I served on the board for, for quite some time. Uh, worked closely with the bank, like I mentioned. Um, 
uh, did you know anyone personally that worked up there by chance? Um, I I've met many of of, of the higher ups at the gala. Uh, you know, and I've um, I, I yes, sure. I, many of people that you might not be familiar with. I've I've met them all. Really, they all know the name Thomas Cattlesby. Ah, it's on the tongues of everyone up there. Mr. Cattlesby, I actually think I've heard of you. And, are you living up there by yourself now? Do you have family in the area? It's uh, it's just just me. My All my uh, family has, has left, but that's actually why I'm here. I'm getting them all presents ah. for, my, for my nephews, my nieces. So. Perfect. Well... Uh, well, that's, a, I mean, fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you've made your way down here. And, sir, I mean, if you are like me, there is um, not a lot of places around here where you could find quality-made goods, if you if you will. Um, but, however, here, um, the actual uh, the fashionista, the man who designs our merchandise, is from Elodie as well, sir. So everything you're looking at here is touched uh, from the capital. This is capital, capital hands. Um, is that so? Yeah, absolutely, sir. No, I mean, really? Take take a, a quick look around here. This is some of the, the most quality merchandise you'll find within 100 miles of here. You see, well, I I did bring quite an allowance today. Um, okay, sure. It's, it's a day trip, like I said. I'm splurging a lot of birthdays coming up for the children and... And I, I decided to stop by, and yeah. now that you say that, I, I can see here the craftsmanship is, is um, it, it is, as you say, something not of um, around these parts. Absolutely. Something, something much better. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, what, what are you in the market for? How old are your nieces and nephews turning? Are they, are they young adults? Are they, um, you know, what, what age group are we looking at here? Oh, they're they're much too young. Uh, the you know maybe they're not into the they've survived the tenth winter yet. So. Ah, so this is more of a pit stop for yourself. Ah, yes. I I'm I'm looking for something for me to splurge on. I, sure. I deserve it. I work so hard. Yes. No. Absolutely. So trust me. For a man who's served as long as I have, it really really takes a toll on you after a while. So. Um, absolutely. I mean, a man like you deserves, uh, I mean, let's take, let's take a quick look here. What, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, your favorite parts of your outfit here. Is there anything in particular that you're looking to replace or are you looking to stock the closet a little bit more for the coming months? Um, I, I pretty much have everything I need. I, I'm, I'm looking for something special, something with character. Sure. Absolutely. So, well, <sighs> Can, can I have you hold on for just a second here? Can I have you hold on? I suppose. Okay, I won't take more than a moment of your time, so hold on. I'm going to just step into the back room where um, where my boss is, uh, Mr. Finney, and I'm just going to stand there for like a minute. I'm just going to wait there. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stand there. Okay. And after a while, I'm going to rush out of the room with a brisk pace, look at him and with a, just a bright smile on my face. Says, okay, fantastic. So I'm going to grab the box with the, the hat, the belt, and the jacket in it. Say, um, sir, these are these items. We, like I mentioned a little bit earlier before, we don't have. This is these are one of a kind. Um, I I don't 
mean, I, I try not to sell these people around here, they don't carry as much on them, really, as, um, as you would hope. Um, but a man of your stature, a man of, uh, men like me from, from the capital, um, you, you must invest. I can, I can only offer the best to you. Um, this jacket here, um, one of a kind, handcrafted, hand forged brass buckles and belts and buttons, um, on this jacket. It's, it is like no other. Um, I mean, just look at it. What what do you think? What's your first when you when you see this jacket? What do you see? Hmm. It's it's regal. It's something something of a captain would wear. I could see. It's it's ah, these, absolutely these these buttons. Uh, and I'm looking for character. Was this was this worn by a hero? Perhaps a hero of this this a uh, town of heroes. So these buttons. These brass buttons were, they were taken from an original piece off of a hero that was actually slain. And you see that, you know, are you familiar with Hell Knight Hill not too far from here? Uh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, okay, so the whole building is abandoned now. So, um, the, we recently uncovered a, a, a body of a slain adventurer. Who, who had bested his opponent. It was actually, uh, we don't know how it got there, but we heard of, of dragons in, in Hell Knight Hill. Uh, and he had bested his opponent, but at the cost of his own life. And the original garment was ruined, unfortunately. It was just covered in heroic blood. Uh, but we were able to harvest the brass buttons, polish them to a shine, and add them to this magnificent captain's piece. What, what was his name, the hero? Can I roll a society? Uh, may I roll? I see. Now I'm meta gaming. I have to continue the RP. Uh, um, General Grievous. <laughs> his name. General Grievous. His name was Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Just, just a legend among these parts. Yeah. Haven't you heard give of me, him? Give me a bluff check. You should have told him. What is a bluff check now? Oh, I'm not bluff. It's it's a uh, deception. Deception. Okay. Let's go. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say Jimmy the Unbreakable. Jimmy the Unbreakable is a nobody chance. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy the Broken. Jimmy the the dead, <laughs> the rotting rat meat. Jimmy um, the bloated chance. Natural twenty. I'm not yeah, kidding. Chance. I'm not kidding. Chance. It's right here. I'll show the king. <laughs> what does he say? I I believe it. Uh, he he is starstruck. He cannot. I mean, and this guy's like, of course, Aragorn. I've read so much about him. He's just. I've read all three books written on him. <laughs> uh, even the prequel, which doesn't talk about him, but it, you have to read it to lead into the other. To people. understand uh, the history, absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, why, yes. Ah. Uh, you say he wore th this jacket? Just the jacket? So he had the jacket as well. Um, you know, we don't... I, I, I had actually asked my supervisor if I could take this home if nobody bought it by the end of the day, but 
I have to offer it to you as well. Um, there's uh, there's a few additional pieces that he had. Um, there's this hat that was also part of his his gear. Um, we actually did the best we could. There's a few spots. I don't know if you can tell, where there's still a little bit of darkened blood spatter, but not much that you can notice. Um, and then oh, I'm gonna whip out the belt and slide it up my hand and <laughs> reveal the buckle um, and just say, and this beautiful, one-of-a-kind belt. Um, you can see right here that this button was actually, or this this threading, this this hole was where um, his his waist was held together. He didn't have much of a figure, um, but, uh, you know, it just kind of speaks to his heroism. It has character. There's nothing like it, really. Yeah, well, he's totally bought in by your natural 20, and he says, why I... I'll, I'll take the lot. And he just slams down like a platinum piece. Oh my Perfect. god. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. And, uh, you know, I mean, he, he pays for it, essentially. But, sure. Uh, uh, so, he, so sorry to cut you off here, but it's actually going to be platinum and two gold. Again, I'm sorry. This is one of a kind. This is all we have. Um, <laughs> Bust his balls. Please. Zach, Zach, you, <laughs> please. you were... You were so ahead. Give me another bluff check. <laughs> bluff. And just like that, it's a natural one. No. I knew it. Oh, I no. fucking no. knew it. Oh, no. Go ahead. Hit me, daddy. He he looks down at you, and he, he says, I, no, I don't believe it's it's a, a platinum and two gold pieces. I, I believe that I will not be spending my money here today. No, from a, I got from you. a liar. I got from you. From a liar. No, I got you. You bought into the joke. Of course, it's just a platinum piece. Would you care for paper or plastic today? He walks out. He storms God out. Damn it! No! 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 Oh, I've done it. I did was it, it to worth the two gold pieces? Was it worth oh, the two? No. We'll never know. Was we'll it worth know. the flex? It was worth the flex. He called Taunt me. Him. He said, Taunt him my as kind. he's leaving. <laughs> this, this your garment. mouth. Your pants are too tight. <laughs> this garment is not worthy uh, of a man of your stature. You wouldn't even fit the belt Aragorn. regardless. Aragorn. Your shoulders are much too wide for this. Right. We are we are going to pan away as Urkel just slams his fist into the counter. No. Of, Getting fired today, boys. <laughs> and we are going to pan over. Um, yeah, let's pan over to quarters and bits. We see uh, Landry, the uh, young like teenage Smith. He's got like a big like curly head of hair. Um, very uh, dark um, complexion and like you can just see like he has the like face of someone who's like like worked in a smithy like he's like maybe his dad was a, like a, a smith or something but he's got like you know calluses and and um, like like burns that kind of like Rosa Gig has burns on his hands and stuff from working in the forge but he <clears throat> he and uh, Rosa Gig are kind of chatting uh, by the smith, by all these tools and this little forge that he's got set up in Anvil. Um, when um, 
basically a guy is kind of bringing all the smiths like their like work for the day like all these like um like all these requests for people around town like different tools or maybe a weapon here and there like different like requests and we see one guy and he says huh landry you lucky son of a bitch looks like you got the best one of the lot today and hands him like a, a letter but it you can see it's marked so it's uh and it's got like a very nice um, stamp on it. I can't what those are called. What are those called? Seals. Seal. Yeah, it's very a nice seal, and um, it appears to be addressed from from the uh, capital. So uh, he he opens it and it's like reading through and parchment's super nice and everything is reading. And Frisigag, you look and you see Landry is very confused by like this order. And he says, um, hey, Frizzigig, um, I know this guy wants some stuff from me, and this looks like a really big order, but I can't, I can't make out a single thing that he wants or how he wants it. Could, could you help me out? And he hands you this, um, hands you this script, this little, like, request. Yeah, 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 I'll take a look at it, and uh, so what do I see? It says, I require something important for my new godson. I need something of the strongest material at your disposable, or your disposal, so that it will span his entire life. Craft him something he can train with as a boy, kill with as a man, and still make use of as an elder. And that's one of five things that he's wanting Landry to make for him. All right, uh, Landry, this is, what, this, is, uh, this is what we're going to do for this one. All right, we're going to make him a... Uh... Well, my first thought was a toothpick, and then I thought, no, no, we gotta be bigger <laughs> than that. And I said, hey, uh, uh, we'll, make him, we'll make him this really nice quarterstaff gonna be all etched it's gonna be out of uh i don't know metal i guess um we could uh we could re yeah we could reinforce some wood with something but probably metal right and we're gonna etch it up all real nice uh you don't gotta worry about that i'll take care of the fine detail you just you just keep that forger blowing and i'll do all the uh, i'll do all the the hard work don't you worry about that nun landry and uh we'll make up <laughs> something real nice. all right let's see what's next on the list so so uh a quarter staff is what you're saying mm-hmm Okay. But like, um, uh, <clears throat> whatever the, the toughest material we have on hand, um, is, I don't know if we're working with like adamantine or, you know, um, uh, uh everything here, you probably, you probably have a little bit of everything here. Okay. So if we can make well, him I one mean, out of that, then sure. Okay. So you'd say adamantine quarterstaff. Okay. Um, that's, I mean, fancy. You play yeah. with him when he's a kid, right? You know, and then, and then like when he's a man, like it's like a weapon too. And then when he's old, it's a walking stick easy okay um the next one it says i require a small tool that i can give to my workers something for them to slay any thieves that try to come and steal my crops but one they can also still make use of in times of peace give me one moment make that man a fucking <laughs> peace dog a glock Yo, okay, wait, 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 wait. Can you say that again, please? Since we're kind of off the in a break yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Yo. yeah, nobody help 
So oh, yeah, like, I'm not helping them out. That's, yeah. As, it says, I require a small tool that I can give to my workers so that they can slay any thieves that try to come and steal my crops. Yeah, right, and he's right. It's a Glock. But <laughs> yeah, 100% is a Glock. It's actually, hey, 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 and actually the first one was a Glock too. You know that? <laughs> yeah, the answer is always a Glock, dude. Like a Glock, well, like a Glock. seventeen. Well, like yeah. it, it, like well, like if we're being real, like eighty-nine percent of the time, it's a Glock. <laughs> yeah, truthfully. All right, what do you think? What do you think, Silas? All right, so this is what uh, Landry, Landry, uh, Landry. Are you writing this down? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm writing it down. Yeah, all right, this is what we're gonna make them. So it's gonna be like a, uh, it's gonna be like a dagger, but one side. Is gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of like curved, so they can use it as a shovel or or spade. And then and then on one edge it's gonna be sharp. It's a knife. They can cut through things. And then on the other edge it's gonna be serrated, so they could uh, saw through like roots if they were digging to plant things or uh, other things like that. And then uh, down near the base, uh, we could even add this little part that's gonna uh, it's gonna be like a it's a little hook. It could be like a bottle opener and a. Uh, and it could cut twine, and then it'll have like a you know it'll have like a nice wooden handle. This is called a hori hori. It's like this. Uh, I think it's Japanese, uh, but it's like a <laughs> it's like the it's a gardening. It looks like a like a crazy Bowie knife, but it's actually an all-purpose gardening tool. They're amazing. They're so cool does, and very useful. Hori hori, look it, it up. You should it have exist in Pathfinder. Is it well? It does it? now because Frizzik is about to make one. Hey, what are you talking about? You're okay. the GM. And Frizzik okay, is about okay. to crack that shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's a Bowie knife. Um, you're, you're giving me challenges, Chance, and I'm spitting out answers. doesn't matter if it exists. Okay. Frizzik makes it exist. Frizzik's yeah, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't contain so, him. Don't Please don't uh, contain him. I will say the more out of the box it, that there are not things in Pathfinder that are, it is a little bit harder for Landry to make them if it's like out of Frizzik's brain. You know? What do you mean a Glock? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, uh, Frizzigig is making them and Landry is assisting him, right? No, no, no. Uh, Landry is crafting them. He is the smith. You're, like, helping him decipher the code. Yeah, that's what Landry thinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fine. All right, we're going to move on to the third one. Uh, it says, craft me a gift for my young nephew. I saw some goblins in the country on my way here with some peculiar, crude, long, pointy thing. That should do. Is he talking about the, uh, old, uh, horse slices? Those guys? Is that what he's talking about, Chance? I don't know. I, I just <laughs> should, I, I'm should, sure I, should I make a check then? Ask him for two more gold. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go well. Look at you what you want every time. Yeah, uh... Get, get, get me like a society check because you're a goblin. Oh, wait, I can, I can do that one. It's a dog um, slicer. Might be a dog Long slicer. Long thing has got to be like a horse jumper. Or a cat cleaver. Oh my gosh, I got a plus eight to society. <laughs> 21. Got a 13. Uh, yeah, he, he is talking about a horse chopper. A chopper? That's exactly Yeah, we can make some of those. We can. About. Inlay it with gold dude. so it looks all fancy and stuff. Really, the kind of the kind of like garbage weapons that people just kind of throw together. But you know, this guy wants the fancy thing. I'll make him fancy. Or do you think he wants the goblin one? We can make him. The, we can make him the the poopy one. And that's what he wants. I don't know. 
people pay. So for what's the answer? Stuff. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do a horse chopper, but uh, we'll okay. we'll do some nice kind of engraving on this side. Did you keep that seal intact, Landry, when you open this, or did you just destroy it? Uh, Landry. Yes. Yes. I yeah, I got it. All right, we'll make a mold of that, and then uh, or well, you know, maybe you. Landry, our freehand work is is good enough. You can just copy that that seal onto the side of it, inlay it with gold. It's gonna look real nice. Uh, whatever you say, and he's just like writing down your near what you're saying. <laughs> uh, the fourth one is it reads next i need a magnificent blade as my uh as a graduation gift to my granddaughter she has just become a fully fledged hell knight and i need you to make something that will help her out not too long not too short all right we will make her a uh make her it'll be a long sword but it'll be just a, little, just a little bit shorter than the other ones. Uh, <laughs> but what we're gonna do is we're gonna make it. Uh, this is what I can do. I can I can whip up some uh, some like silver sheen, and uh, we'll take that and we'll uh, we'll put that on the edge. Ooh ooh ooh! And this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna use some of that black steel you got over there that you know you've been trying to figure out what to do with it. This is what we're gonna do with it. Uh, we're gonna make the. Uh, we're gonna take uh we're gonna make the blade out of that we're gonna grind down there just real nice it's gonna be real shiny then on the edges we're gonna do that silver sheen and then we're going uh and then we're going to the fire it so it sets in and so the edges are silvered but the uh but the meat of the blade the spine of the blade it's gonna be like jet black it's gonna look sick uh -huh. And then you know that, it's that, the Hell Knights. They don't cool. like the devils and stuff. Silva has something to do with that, I think. So it'll fit, you know. She'll uh, she'll go nuts for it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, what about the last one? All right. And it reads, Finally, my son, who has been crippled since the age of 10, requires ammunition. Apparently, he has spotted Faye in the woods surrounding his house and is in need of something potent should they ever attack his homestead. Well, one, uh, sounds like this kid's a little snot if he's worried about Faye attacking him. If he just leaves him alone, he'll be fine. Um, so we need to give him something that'll, that'll ward him away but isn't going to actually hurt him. Um, ammunition. Oh, oh no, he's, uh, eh, you could do like a, like a sling, kid can use a sling, I don't want to give a kid a hand crossbow, that's kind of over the top, uh, we can make it a sling, but we can make it a nice sling, give him some, uh, ball bearings made out of, who the heck knows, something shiny, they'll go, they'll love it, uh, no way you can find them or whatever. If he loses the balls, um, I don't know. You got any sort of leather over there that looks like fancy? Uh, yeah, I, I can go borrow some. Yeah, it'll work. Let's do that. You have a pouch of like 50 of uh, the ball bearings. We'll make them out of something, yeah, super, super shiny. Looks expensive. Okay. 
So what are your five answers for the so from the beginning to the end? What are your what are Frisky Gig's answers? So it was a uh, you know all of these things right? They're gonna do some like etchings and some like inlays to make it look fancy. But right. really, what right. they're doing is a quarter staff, a uh, uh, what Frisky Gig describes a hori hori, um, a. Uh, Horse chopper, a horse chopper that will also look fancy, and uh, it was three, uh, the uh, slightly shorter long sword, uh, inlaid with some uh, uh, or well silver sheened around the edges, um, uh-huh. so would be like silvered basically, uh, and then um, a sling. Okay, give me a crafting check. Here we go, baby. <laughs> Oh, baby, roll the 15, plus 8, 23. That's what I like okay. to see. <clears throat> you, Give me that money. From, from, from this cracking kind of this code or whatever, the way this guy's kind of asking for stuff, you feel confident, absolutely confident, about four of those. And one of them, you think, like, maybe could use, like, a tweak, like one tweak, and then maybe that'll be better, but you're not sure. What are you thinking? Is that tweak and which one needs it? My guess, it would either be the sling is a little too simple, or and it should be like a crossbow. Or, and you can you can make it you can make it now before you lock in. So, um, or it would have to be. The, can I reiterate something? Are you allowed? Are we allowed to reiterate something you've already said, Chance? Yeah, you can reiterate. Just don't help him. He said the kid was crippled. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. He said he had some of the ammunition, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he was a crippled kid. He says he's crippled since the age of 10 requires ammunition. Something that will help him against Faye. I don't have an answer. I just thought that was important. It it does, but I I can't think of a weapon that would make much of a difference if you were crippled. Or maybe like a hand crossbow because you only need one hand. Hmm. And you could still have like a crutch or something. Hmm. That would be my first guess to try and. Well, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. He says requires ammunition. He's not he's not searching for a, a, a weapon. He's searching for ammunition. Okay. 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 Cool. Um. So then that means the sling. This the sling would be fine because it requires ammunition. So. I would guess that it shouldn't be a long sword, it should be a short sword. Okay, that's what you're gonna lock in. It's not too long, not too short, which could mean not a dagger, not a long sword. Yes. Okay. But it'll but that's, the short sword will still look the same, but yeah. Okay. Um, time passes. The whole work week passes. That was actually a shot like a few days ago. Um, and now, you know, we see a montage with some like 80s rock music uh, <laughs> as uh, Frizz a Gig and Landry are going to town like huh, huh, just like, you know, hitting <laughs> steel and like, like you know, engraving things and all this stuff. It's like a, it's like a, one of those TLC shows. And then like, ah, oh, for the final reveal, move that bus. Um, and you know, you look at the table and on the table, you know, you see this like super like black, like adamantine quarterstaff, this, uh, um, 
weird Swiss Army knife tool that Silas Googled. Um, a very nice <laughs> horse chopper uh, that doesn't look like it was made from a goblin. Um, we see a uh, silver short sword uh, with like the, the nice, I really liked the black and like silver sheen edge thing you added. That was really cool. And then we see a sling, like a sling made of like leather and some nice wood. And uh, first gig, honestly, this is something like, I mean, you did help out a lot. Like Landry couldn't have done this without you. But I would say with your crafting, I'm not gonna make you roll for it, but with your, your crafting knowledge, you're actually pretty impressed with what Landry has been able to make. Um, he seems like a natural. Uh, now you might still think that you know more than him. You probably do, but Landry, you yeah, uh, you've say... got a future in this business. You know, I think you uh, could really go places. You, you, you think so? I, I just learned this kind of stuff from my dad. So. Oh yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Hey, you. Uh, I'll uh, you know, I'll keep uh. I'll keep uh, sharing with you what I I'll keep teaching you what I know, and I think uh, you'll get that one day soon. Uh, okay. Um, hey, if if you need anything, uh, if if you have any crazy ideas like this this crazy tool thing, like I I, I can find some scraps and I can try and make make some stuff for you and your 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 friends that you, you go adventuring with. Landry, that was a very dangerous thing you just said. Because I have a lot of ideas, and I ain't afraid to just word vomit all over you. Uh, okay. I mean, this thing's cool, so I I like to see what else you got cooked up. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. Noggin. It's big, and it's before Fizzigig. <laughs> before Fizzigig can finish, uh, you see uh, a man walk over, a very fine dressed man, and he says, "Hello." I take it that you're the smith that I contracted. Frizzigig just kind of just elbows, like like Landry, <laughs> just like, like he's like, he, like he he's trying to be like this like proud teacher, like like telling his student to like go take claim for what you did, even though he's actually his apprentice. Yeah. Technically, uh, Frizzigig is his apprentice, but Frizzigig sees himself as more of a teacher. Uh, yeah, Landry kind of steps up and yeah, is like. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. I, I made these um, for you. I, I followed your instructions best as I could, and this is what I've got. And he kind of presents them, and the man kind of looks and he says, "Hmm." Picks up the the quarterstaff. He says, "Not what I had in mind, though. It is from adamantine, right? This is the most." Yes, the most powerful metal, strongest metal. You got that right. Um, and I suppose I was thinking of something smaller, a knife. But a child, a man, and an old man could use this. So, very well. Very good. Right. He says, now what in the name of Abadar is this monstrosity? And he looks at the uh, weird tool thing. And uh, uh, he says, um, sorry, uh, Landry says, well, it's uh, if, if you use it like this, you you can, to, you know, you can hurt somebody. But if you use it like this, you could, you know, garden. And, and 
He kind of explains it. It's a shovel. It's a saw. It's a bottle opener. It's a twine cutter. It's a weapon. What else do you need? It's amazing. Mm, I see. I... It's creative. I'll give it that. If my workers can make use of it, and it is sharp, so... A child can make use of it. It's so simple to use. You look at it. You know what it does. It's just... It's amazing. It's going to take the... Hey, hey, hey. You heard it here first. (laughs) That, you're going to see that everywhere. Five years and you got it first. <laughs> he ignores everything because he gigs says. Uh, I see. I see you've. Um, you see what I was saying. The the little. Oh yes. Um, I suppose your goblin friend would have made it for you. Yes, these things are quite, quite hilarious. Really, uh, these little goblin tools. My my nephew would love something like this. So, sure, thank you for making this toy. Um, oh, right. oh, oh, no, 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 this, this will not do, um, I, I did specifically say not too short, this, this, this silver sword is, uh, I, it just needed to be another foot longer, I'm sorry, it's, I will not be buying that one today, well, I'll take it, but my, my, my granddaughter we'll love deserves it. better. She will love it. This is the perfect size. No, no, any. Let me let me tell you. When you use this guy, like those other swords, and this is and this is where a lot of those hell knights go wrong, is their swords are way too long. And they get kind of unwieldy, and then they got to use them with two hands. That means they can't have a shield. But your daughter, your see, your uh, do you say daughter or granddaughter? Granddaughter. Your granddaughter. See, no, she's smart. She wants to use a shield, and this guy you use with a shield. This guy you can use with finesse instead of just brute strength. Like all, like all those other hell knights, they just wanna, they just wanna hit stuff. But for the smart ones, this is what they want. I can't decide <laughs> if that's diplomacy or deception. What do you think? <laughs> what does Frizzy Does Frizzy Gig believe what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, give me a diplomacy to try and convince this guy. Gotta be a good roll because I get a plus one. Yeah. Fourteen. No, it is <laughs> not <laughs> what I ordered. No. And I have no further inquiry about the subject. Now, on to the last one. What is this? And he picks up the uh, <laughs> the the sling with his finger, two fingers. He says, did I not ask for ammunition? Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, this... the am- yeah, the ammunition's in the, uh, in the back. He, he oh, opens it up. No. Yeah, this is a, I, this is a sling. S- I required cold iron to deal with the fae that my, has been terrorizing my son. Of course. I sp- specifically asked for cold iron. This is just steel bullets for some child sling. Now, what? you've, you've gotten them for in- a, uh, am- you, I mean, you, you said you wanted, uh, you know, a child in ammunition. This is uh, a weapon that a child can use as an ammunition. Yeah, I'm sorry. He he ignores Rizigig, turns his back to him, and he says, now, Smith, you have, uh, overall impressed me but um 
you've not uh, outdone yourself. So, here's your payment for the three, and I expect these at a discount. And he hands over, uh, like, a platinum piece or two. Yeah. Uh, and then Landry's, Landry kind of fumbles at it. It's like, uh, uh, yes, I, I apologize. Uh, um, yes. And it says, in good day. And he kind of walks off. <laughs> With the with the weapons and like a big bad Landry, bag, like wrapped up. I want you to know something. Just because people are successful, don't mean they earned it. That guy, that's an idiot. He didn't earn anything. <laughs> he was given all of that stuff. You don't got worried about. It, but you, Landry. Hey, look at me, Landry. Landry, look at my uh-huh. eyes. You're gonna be successful. And you're gonna <laughs> earn it. Thanks, thanks for the gig. That that helped. That helped my. Um, I don't know the word. Ego. <laughs> yeah, he's like it that that he he really said some rough stuff to me, but thanks. I, I appreciate it. I, I think we made a pretty good team. I, I think we made some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landry, you uh you know, you're 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 gonna get there, don't you worry about that nun. He just kinda gives him a couple pats on his cheek. Yeah. So we, we see Landry and Fritzkid getting along and um and yeah, so he Landry made some money, and then like with that money, he'll pay for his gig and everything. So we pan, pan now uh, later in that same day, back over to the Reliant Book Company. We see that there are a few people in there reading books, lounging in that area where Vaz and Aaron had a drink and stuff, and just kind of walking around. But we just sit. We 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 look and we see Aaron just sitting on a stool staring at the brown package sitting on the counter and I gotta know what is Aaron doing running the shop by himself what's he doing oh he's are you telling me that I'm staring at the package or are you well well, I just imagine like you're behind the counter you're just kind of sitting and then your eyes kind of like drift over and you're like oh yeah the package is over there and you're kind of like oh that's right I need to give this to that guy he, Some, someone named Thomas Kettlesby. Yeah, he checks his arm on which he wrote with a marker of some sorts. Thomas Kettlesby. And he goes, oh yeah, okay, Thomas Kettlesby. That's that's who I need to give this package. And then he looks back down and uh, continues to read his Nancy Drew mystery stories novel. <laughs> But he holds it. He's on like, he holds it below the counter because he doesn't want anybody to see what he's reading. Okay. He's also got an open textbook below, just so that he can pick up, just in case. Gotcha. Well, time passes as Aaron reads, and eventually, like the sun is starting to set, and um, you know it's getting kind of close to closing time. But um, at this point, there's nobody in the shop. Vaz still hasn't like come back. There's no other like kind of people in, inside, and Aaron's just kind of sitting alone now. There's candles kind of put around the room. I made sure to be away from all the like uh, parchment and books, but Aaron just sits in kind of a darker, poor light and book company. Only like an hour left until the shop closes. What does he do? I don't know. I think. I think he just 
sits and thinks over the past few days, I mean, like, at this point, he's just waiting, right? For basically the, yeah, yeah. a good enough reason to close. And he's probably just staring out and thinking about the, the past events of the past few days. And just, I don't know, as anybody lets their mind wander and what they've been doing the past few days. Almost just for remembering's sake, not even with any like, purpose in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what does he? What does Aaron think of the last few days? Which the last few days have been. I mean, I think it's only. No, this is like the end of the week. So at, at this point, Aaron's worked here for five days. Uh, he had that encounter with Vaz. That was almost a week ago, and then, you know, a week and a half ago, he met everybody. So. What's what's on his mind? If you could, I mean, you don't have to go into detail, but I'm just curious what Aaron's probably thinking. I think maybe he's dwelling on maybe some books he's read in the past week, people he's talked to, things he's learned. But also, I think he dwells mostly where his, well, mostly with his friends, his new friends, and his new relationships that he's discovered. Because I mean, these are fresh, like relationships, and he thinks about his party and what might happen as they go along adventuring but nothing much more than mind wandering okay uh at this uh his 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 uh, thoughts are disturbed by uh, a man a man walking into the establishment uh and he says excuse me uh thomas cattlesby yes i have a and he's got a bag full of uh, stuff uh, in his ba- in his like arms or in his backpack. He says, "I believe I have a, uh, a a package waiting for me." Oh, of course. And Aaron kind of tries to hide his Nancy Drew stories <laughs> and like kind of scoots them off the desk or something, and then grabs mm-hmm. the package and then hands it towards him and says. Miss Voss told me to give this to you. That's all she has for you. I hope that's what you came for. Um, yes, this is it. But what was that that you were reading over there? What? <laughs> that. I that don't know. Book. What? You don't know? No. Very well then. Uh, and he kind of goes to take the. Um, the package from you very well uh thank you um he's very he's like i thought aaron's just like staring at him just like very pleasant and just weirding him out um from that past uh, exchange and then as he kind of like goes through the door you hear you hear from behind you uh, like a door open from vaz's like office and you hear you hear uh, thomas uh cattlesby Yes, uh, that is not your package. One moment. And Aaron, I mean, would be kind of shocked yeah. that sees Vaz come from out of her office with a with another similar brown package and uh, walks over and exchanges the two. She says, there you go, Thomas. Um, thank you for coming again. And let me know if there's any other books I can get you on your next venture to Brito. He says, yes, thank you very much, Miss Lorraine. Tootaloo. And walks off. Um, and Vaz kind of turns over to Aaron and smiles, um, holding the box that she, she gave him. She says, 
Aaron, you have done very well today. Do you know why? No. I'm very confused. You have earned your wages. And she kind of pulls out, like, she pulls out a gold piece to, like, pay him for his, like, week's work. Uh, and gives it to Aaron. She says, you've earned your wages, but you've earned more than that today. You've earned the trust of Vaz Lorraine. And she opens the package, and when she does, like, uh, a bell that's in her, like, pocket begins to ring when she opens it. An alarm um, spell. Boy, yeah. boy, boy. She, says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, very, very good, Aaron. You see, ever since that's Cad, <laughs> uh, Calmont, ever since he tricked me, I've, yeah, what a cat. I've been worried someone else will take advantage of me. So, I had to put you through a test, and I must say, and also, the yeah, the, the, there's nothing in the package, it's empty. She says, I, I had to see if you would would do what I said, and I, I can trust you. So, thank you, Aaron. You may go today. Thanks, Boz. I'll be heading out. You know, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow or something. And, oh, I've ordered more of those Nancy <laughs> Drew books. That you Stop, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes in her office and closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron just walks out of the this the out of out of the bookstore and just goes and then just starts running away. <laughs> uh, we, we see Aaron uh, running, tears in his eyes, uh, back to the wizard's grace. But he passes uh, a line of shops and he passes one establishment. Uh, the sun has now gone down. Ch- we, Chance, I have a question. We, yeah. Why does a wealthy man from the capital do all of his shopping in in uh, a po- in Podunk Breach Hill? He's he's on holiday. He's on holiday. He's he's on holiday. It's a Memphis he's, man he's visiting Cersei. <laughs> it's, a Memphis, it's a Memphis man visiting Cersei that goes to the Forever Twenty One down by the. the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But we pan over uh, as Aaron runs by the pickled ear. We go in and we see that there's a lot of um, a lot of blue collar workers, a lot of um, a lot of men from the lumber mill, a lot of men from the uh, uh, the mines or the the stone workers and some of the Wainwrights, and they're all kind of getting drinks. And this is a like I said, this is a dive bar, um, a little rough, um, a little, little gross, a lot of uh, tobacco smoke in the air. Um, but we look over in the corner and we see Clary in a, a black t-shirt, um, <laughs> in black jeans, uh, the sleeves ripped off, and she's just <laughs> leaning up against the bar uh, with her arms crossed. Clary is so metal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sword, dude. On, I love sword it. on her back. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, what's Kaleri doing? What's she thinking? She's just kind of like sitting to herself, just watching over the crowd. Uh, Kaleri's blasting some knuckle puck in her um, <laughs> walking. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, um, yeah, Kaleri's been working here. You've been working here for like uh, four nights now, and it's been pretty chill, honestly. You've kind of like had to like kick some drunk people out. You've had to like cut people off and stuff, but it's been rather, you know 
rather tame. And uh, do you think Clary's liked her job so far? Oh yeah, Clary's Clary's loving being the strong arm in the corner here to muscle anybody out if she needs to. I mean, she's kind of surprised that there hasn't been a lot of trouble yet. Not a real reason for her to show her true metal, but she's nonetheless happy that she can keep the peace, keep the people safe. All right. Um, well, time passes. Um, she's hanging out. Every now and then she might get like a sip of, of, of a drink or something, you know. Um, talk talk to uh, uh, Duolo, Doorbreaker, the other, uh, her like, her not the boss because that's roxy but the one up from that or her mm -hmm. her you know officer whatever the manager yeah yeah the manager so um talks to him hangs out well late into the night um you keep hearing this annoying voice coming from over at one table of the bar and it's been an annoying voice but it keeps getting louder as the night goes on and eventually you hear you start seeing hearing some curses some curse words and stuff and you're like you know, this is kind of normal in the establishment, but something seems to get a little rowdy, and you kind of walk over, like, and you're still in the background, and she walks over, and she picks up on what's, what's kind of, these people are talking about at this table. And you hear, I, I really just don't get it. It makes no sense that, that this man comes from out of nowhere and just saves all of those settlers. And you tell me, you tell me that, that they don't remember where they came from. I think it's a load of rubbish. And you see one man says, you better take that back, city, city slicker. You're talking about Breachton, the man who saved my grandfather from freezing in the, the snow. And he says, well, I can't say, I can't say for your grandfather, but I suppose he should have taken correct provisions if going out and starting. And before he can finish, he just gets punched in the face by this, by this, <laughs> by this guy. And as he does, he doubles back and he says, so it's going to be that way, huh? And he... He like gets up and like pulls up his sleeves, and uh, it's a three on one. These three guys just start just like slamming and punching, and uh, there's a bottle broken, and it's getting out of control. So what does Claire do? Ugh. God damn it! This week was going so well. This is my job now. Hey, she steps in between all of them. Yeah, roll for initiative. What am I rolling for? Roll for initiative. Roll, oh, we're going fight. straight in. Right. We're going straight in. It's a uh, um, cuphead. It's going to be a rumble. <laughs> oh, rumble. It's going to be a rumble. All right, I'm ready for this, man. Okay. I, I don't know anything about this Thomas Cattlesby guy, but <laughs> something in the back of my head just makes me pissed. Yeah. Just immediately, I don't even care about Breachton, but I'm just pissed. I feel like he's giving my friends he's like a, a hard poser. Time, so. He's he's a poser, dude. He's a poser. Oh wow, natural twenty. <laughs> Not even lying. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Twenty. Initiative. Seven. Check. Okay. Let me grab my dice.
Okay. Kaleri gets the initiative. And so there, there's three breachable guys, and there's one uh, 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 upstart, the city slicker, <laughs> that you don't know. <laughs> I have to choose. I guess I'm going to defend him. I mean, he's three on one. I'm, I'm going to. So Kaleri is going to take a step like in between all of them, right? Because mm-hmm. she got the initiative, and she is going to say as a free action, look, 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 I need you all to calm down. You've had quite a few drinks. I've been observing from my corner over there, listening to my music, trying to have a nice night, but you all forced me to come out here. Look, he might be a city slicker, he might be greasy, and he might be trash-talking Breachton, but... That's no way to take a man three on one. Where, where is your, where is your gall? Anyway, let's all sit down, unless one of you want to have an issue with me. All right. Uh, roll, roll diplomacy. I will do it. Claire is ready. With her plus zero <laughs> <laughs> diplomacy, it just comes off real rough. What's her, what's her intimidate? Know? Her intimidate is um. A plus four, so it's a lot higher. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's a plus five. Um, should have gone with intimidate, but yeah, you know, I, I thought I thought it made tell. sense. So that makes sense to the character. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, that's a twelve diplomacy. Not not too great. Yeah, they're just gonna keep punching him. Okay, <laughs> so they don't listen to me. They're just gonna keep wailing on this dude. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Negate that punch. Um, negate that punch. So. so Seeing that that is occurring, Kaleri is going to kind of switch gears here. And she is going to walk up a little bit closer to them and, like, pull them apart and turn to, like, the three and say, Did you hear what I said? If you don't step off, then your teeth are going to be flying out of your ass. And that's going to be an intimidation check, uh, an intimidating glare. So I can demoralize them if they fail. Okay. So, with an additional plus four for good luck, that is a 19. 19, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say it's actually a coerce, a coerce instead of demoralize. Okay. And so, um, they actually, uh, you, you scare them. Like, uh, yeah, Kaleri is just, like, bulging <laughs> muscles, just, like, runs over, and it's just, like, she's like, hey, come on, knock it off. Like, I don't want to get involved. And they just keep, like, wailing on the, the, the dude, and then she comes over, and they just, like, look at her sword and look at her her, uh, her ripped-up black jeans and uh, metal, like, cut-off T-shirt, and they're both, like, uh, and then, like, one guy, like, spits on him and puts a finger in the guy's face and says, you better not ever disrespect this town or our hero. Better not see you here ever again, stranger. Oh, can it, Billy Bob, Jim Bob. I don't know what the fuck your name is, but I see you here every night. And if you cause any more trouble, I'm going to have you barred from this bar. So sit down. <laughs> and he kind of like goes over and they sit somewhere else. And and then you see the guy kind of get up off the ground. He's got like some blood coming through his nose. And he says... Uh, ruffians and he kind of puts his hand up because I could have I could have taken them all but I I very much appreciate your your help 
Uh, th thank you. Um, and he kind of pats down his his trousers and gets the dust off and like kind of wipes the blood off and kind of like rummages around and he says, you know, and you can just smell the booze off of him. He's been drinking a lot. He says, you know, I ought to give you something for that. Um, here, and he pulls out, uh, pulls out something more familiar. He says, yes, I, I was going to spend a platinum piece on some new new uh, clothes <laughs> today but I decided to buy something else and to be quite honest I bought this for my nephew thought he might like it some kind of game but uh what the hell you seem to enjoy this place never coming back to this backwards town so here you can have this play some game at some of these pubs and he hands you a hero duels card. Incredible. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, oh yeah, baby. And it is an Alvaron Del Hammerfeld card. Oh, it's fucking Alvaron, dude. Yeah. It's a mythic rare. So, uh, so yeah. And he takes that and he huffs and puffs and like, like slowly like waddles out of the bar and like still like. As he's waddling out of the bar, uh, I say, uh, well, thank you very much, but I will tell you you should probably watch your ass when you come to these back towns and whatever you think about them it's not the best look to to trash talk a town or a person's namesake you know and also a man of your stature those clothes are ruined you probably should have spent a platinum on those that extra pair there maybe maybe on your way out you can stop by and get a, a fresh pair no, I don't believe I <laughs> will. <laughs> it says no. <laughs> uh, did you hear about uh? Well, well, you say that, but did you hear about one of the great heroes that that came through this town, fought a dragon up on the hill? I, oh, I for that. the love of the gods! <laughs> I have to hear one more story about some fake piece of shit hero, and he just he just barges out. <laughs> so how closely do we have to stick to our alignments because i mean <laughs> i mean we're basically yeah. good the world that. would be a better place without oh yeah we can make this guy disappear and no one would know um the the tavern the tavern quiets down and um it's it's very late it's like it's like 2 a.m right and claire claire has been working nights so she usually sleeps most of the day and kind of comes in um, but, um, uh, Dulo door, door breaker kind of comes up to her and says, uh, Clary, uh, we got a new shipment in. They came late and uh, I need your help putting it up. Will you help me out? <sighs> yeah, yeah, Dulo, I'll, I'll meet you back there. And she goes back and he starts he starts like kind of rolling in these big casks of uh whizwiser um <laughs> and and he's like yeah we got got about two dozen of these and you go into like a back area it's his employees only and um in the back area there's like a bunch of like casks and stuff but there's also like a bunch of like pickled ingredients uh that's where the where they kind of got their name is a bunch of like obviously pickles like cucumbers and like other things but like there are other vegetables and all different kinds of things you would pickle 
you know, and they, these are like entrees or like appetizers they would serve. Um, but I need a perception check from Kaleri as she is like, oh, it's coming, wheeling things in and out of this room. That perception check is on its way, Chance. 18. Not my best, but not bad. It's enough. Because as you're wheeling things over, you feel a creak in the floor as you kind of like walk over. And like as you're making trips, you continually hear this creak. And you kind of look and you see like part of the floor, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like there's like a, a square, like almost like a hidden a hidden door, like going down like a cellar. But there's no like there's no like, you know, you have to grip it by like the planks. So there's no actual like handle or anything. Hmm. Is Dulo watching or is are we done? He's shipping. He's coming in like every every like few minutes like bringing in you a new cask and you're kind of wheeling over so as he like brings me a new cask i say dulo you're a hard-working dwarf right i you work nights just as much as i do i i'm new to this job you, you know what let me take care of the rest of this you take off i'll talk to the owner i know she can be a little a little hard sometimes but i'm sure i can put in a word for you go get some rest give me a diplomacy yeah, that's good, man. All right, here we go. Here we go. Diplomacy. This one matters, Clary. Oh, no. It's a natural one. <laughs> wait, nah, wait, a... wait, who doesn't take up this offer at their at their job? Who no, doesn't take up no, this absolutely. Offer? The DC was so freaking low, dude. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I gotta, I gotta respect the nat ones just as much as the nat twenties. As Zach, as Zach knows, he rolled both of them this episode. <laughs> Silence. Uh, what do you do, Ryan? Yeah, he's like, uh, not, nah, nah, it's okay. Uh, you're like the way you say it, like comes off like suspicious or like weird, like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if you give me two gold, I'll do the rest <laughs> of your work. <laughs> um, no, okay, so yeah, so I get it, I he, get it. It doesn't yeah, he work. Keeps, he keeps kind of bringing you casks every few minutes. Okay, so um, he's coming in from like the back door, right? Yeah, like he's going outside. Like there's like a big uh, 18-wheeler uh, carriage out there full of... Uh, <laughs> full of... Uh, Pallets. Yeah, Wizwiser. <laughs> Full of Wizwiser. Pallets of Wizwiser. Okay. Um, as he is like going out, um, I am like going to pull out a copper piece from my like back pocket. Yeah. And I am going to like jam it into the latch of the door so that you can't lock it. <laughs> Into the latch of the door so you cannot lock it? Yeah, so you know how, like, doors, like, they have the little spring that pushes the metal oh, into oh, the oh. socket? He's going to tape the door, pretty I'm much. taping the door, yeah. He's taping the door. I need, like, a disabled device check. Yeah, we'll go disabled device. Uh, oh, this is rough. Thievery. Penny thievery. in the door locks I'll, I'll the even door. I'll even do crafting. 
crafting? Yeah. Uh, I think I'd rather go with uh, thievery. Okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, I have a pretty good dex, so this could be the move here. And if it fails, then I'm out of a job. But you know, you live and you learn. Hey, are you doing this after the job's done? Is that what you said? No, I'm doing this like so. As he walks out, I'm like gonna try to quickly tape the door. Oh, you're like jamming it. with. Yeah, I'm. I'm jamming it so like when he locks it, it won't like. To where, to where, like, it would engage, but, like, not all the way. Okay, okay. And I got I got an 18. That That's going to do it. Yes, sir! All right. I don't know where Clary learned how to do that. But. Okay, cool. so... It just came to her. Time, just came to her. Time, time moves on, and all of the casks are kind of put up. And you guys are both, like, sweating and stuff. Some, some manual labor is one way into the night, huh? I, I mean, I'll sleep well tonight, that's for sure. Won't be getting out of bed till 10 in the morning. What about you? Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna go home and prop my feet up and stare at this Hero Duels card I got. <laughs> he just pulls out a card that he got. <laughs> oh, I also got a Hero Duels card. I got a, I got a Mythic Rare tonight from, from that noisy, lousy city boy. But it's, it's Alvaron. You ever heard of this guy? Ah, nice. Yeah, he gave me one. He <laughs> gave me one too. Just, I told him that I gave him. <laughs> I told him I gave him our best, our best beer, handcrafted here in Breach Hill. But it was just the Wizwiser. <laughs> gave me a Ketifis be damned. That man <laughs> led on to th make me believe this was some kind of special card. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Well, I'm going to go and stare at this card till I fall asleep. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't, don't have many, many plans, uh, myself here. Uh, just gonna go home and, and hit the old hay, Picking you know? Up on that accent. Uh-huh. And he just kind of, like, wanders out. All right, cool. I, like, pretend to, like, walk the other direction and actually just, like, hide in some bushes 30 feet away. Okay. <laughs> Wait, were you wanting to do that to the door of the establishment or just the door of that room? No, the door of the establishment, man. I'm trying to get back oh, in. Oh, holy crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, time goes by. How long do you wait in the bush? Until the man until the owner leaves. Okay. You think everyone's gone? Did I see her leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she left. Yeah. She's gone. Yeah. Like, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, everyone's gone. All right, I'm going to make a perception check. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna use um, my level two feet, survey wildlife, <laughs> to track her footprints and see if she actually left the establishment. <laughs> well, okay, it's also a tavern, so it's like there are people staying there. And she... Oh, so she lives in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. You should have just you should just said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's fine. It's fine. I okay. I will. Uh, after he's gone, Dulo's gone. After the owner would have reasonably gone to bed, like all the patrons are asleep, then I will sneak back to the back door and open. Give me a stealth check. Ooh, I'm I'm liking these rolls, man. Are you still I get a plus seven to my stealth. I should stealth more are often. Are you Are you wearing your noisy chainmail? Uh, no, I'm wearing that breastplate that I bought. Oh, yeah, the breastplate. Okay. Well, aren't you technically wearing just a black shirt and black jeans? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm wearing my. I'm wearing a skin. Yeah. I paid fifteen dollars for this legendary Calaria skin. That's right. <laughs> this is a pay-to-win D and D server. Okay. Um, the Pharaoh skin. That's that awesome. is a. That is a twenty. Okay. You successfully open the door and walk through the tavern with no creaking sounds. And now you're at the now you're at the door you were at before to the back of the employee easy employees only. I'm I'm about to find the pickled ear. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> the pickled ear. All right, I'm I'm open the the trap door. Okay. Yeah. Quietly. You open the trap door, and down you see there's like a cellar room. Like and it's like it's very dark. It's actually it's actually darkness. So. And you have low light vision, but you actually can't see down there. Oh, shunt. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull out my Zippo lighter because considering this uh, flavor text, I definitely have a Zippo lighter. <laughs> I'm going to um, <laughs> like slightly prop open the trap door to where it would make low light. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'll Okay, so it'll make low light in that area, right? Yeah. So like the, the trap door will be open like maybe six inches or something like that. Okay. Uh, you see that it goes down to like a floor, like ten feet below. And oh my god! Do I not have any torches on. And me? then, and then you see like stone walls, but the stone walls down there like don't match. Like, like obviously it's stone, so it doesn't match like the like stone walls around you. But it like it looks old. It's just a different kind of stone. Oh my goodness! Well, I proceed. Well, if you hop down, uh, so you hop down. Yeah, I hop down. I go all the way in. And we're in Blackreach. You enter. I don't get the reference. And (laughs) you enter. Oh yeah, you enter like a small, small little room. Then there's like a bunch of trash, like dilapidated, like chairs, like broken, like literally, like it looks like like anything broken or any furniture that got busted or whatever. They just threw down here, right? So you kind of land and you trash paradise. Yeah, trash paradise. (laughs) Um. And then you look, and the the uh, it it almost looks like there's like a hallway going like down a corridor, but it just goes into black, and you can't see any farther. Like the light from the room above you isn't like coming in. Oh my god. Okay, is there any torches like in the main area of the dining hall? I'd say there's some candles or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab a candle and I'll rage really quick and light it with my sword just for flair, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then go back to the trapdoor and proceed down the hall. Claire's like slapping herself. She's like, "Get angry! Get angry! You gotta <laughs> get fucking mad!" Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So I'll I'll just say you grabbed like a candle on your way down. It was on one of the shelves next to the pickled stuff, and now you're in the small room. You use the tip of your sword to make some fire and light it, and you see there's a corridor. And yeah, you see like down a ways, but it's you know it goes down like ten feet, twenty feet, and it's blackness again. Like it just keeps going. Okay, I uh, I hold the dish of the candle in my mouth, getting like a little Indiana Jones on this bitch, yeah. and I'm a I'm a two hand my sword, and I'm a silently creep down this hallway. Okay. You creep. You creep for like a minute. And it keeps going. Like, it's still black. Like, you've walked for, like, a minute straight, and it's still, like, dark. It just keeps, it's like a stone, oh like, stone passageway. All right. I um go back to the, like, trash heap 
and I fully close the trapdoor. So like I notice that I'm going for a while and I don't see anything. So I fully close the trapdoor and then I go back and like kind of hurry up to where I was and continue to creep down the hall. Okay. So you walk like another minute, right? Yeah. And then another minute. And the candle is slowly like burning, like, you know, like dripping. Like it's like, you know, time is passing. How how long are you wanting to walk until until you're like, okay, like I this is, you know, too far. Or are you like I'm dead set I'm finding the end of this? Yeah, I'm pretty much like okay. I wanna know what's going on, dude. Clary okay. doesn't deal with suspicion. She goes. You you walk <laughs> until the, uh you walk like twenty minutes gosh and around like you know the five minute mark you start to like go uphill a little bit like it's like it's still like a it's like a very nice stone corridor and then there's like a small incline very small incline and oh my gosh eventually you find yourself walking into a closed off like room there are various uh, storage racks and cabinets that clutter this long, narrow space. Some are empty, though others contain dusty banners with a familiar sunburst insignia, stylized um, hellish paraphernalia, and other trappings clearly designed for formal funerals. Curiously, in the back of this room, uh, um, or if, from where you're coming, is a dirt-walled um, entrance where the rest, like, it, it's, like, dirt, and then it's, like, stone. Like, the, the stone changes, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and, it, and it leads to this room, and you're in some kind of vault, and you see Hell Knight stuff littering the floor, <gasps> and then a big door, like, leading out of the room. And that's the end of episode 16. Oh, oh my gosh. We found the secret oh, entrance. We don't, secret need entrance. The, we don't need Alex secret help at all. Tunnel. We can fucking get in there ourselves. The old penny in the door trick worked, <laughs> folks. We're getting, the, so we're, get, we're getting on. We're going.